0: You're listening to DA Rockstars Podcast, a podcast for dental assistants. I'm your host, Rhonda Holman. I've been a dental assistant for 20 years and I've learned a thing or two along the way. And here's what I've learned. We have to band together to share our pearls so that we can all grow and achieve rockstar status. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to DA Rockstars. I have another amazing recording from the Voices of Dentistry, where I got to sit down with the one and only Missy Fryer. I've been wanting to meet this rock star forever, and I wanted to record with her so that you guys could get to know her. She's one of the faces behind the dental assistant workbook, Beyond Spit Sucking. It's like a dental office survival guide. Um, she and Mary Beth, they did an amazing job just helping dental assistants have like a blueprint, right? You know, when we all first started out, it was so hard. We didn't know what the expectations were. We didn't, we were so scared to ask questions and, and look wrong and bad and whatever. They just, they put it all down in writing, and they made it easy, and it's its actionable, and I want you to guys to hear more about it. Missy does a great job telling you about it, and so much more, but uh, I, I, I can't wait to you meet her. Enjoy! It's time to organize the chaos with Zen. All dental practices run into the same problems ordering dental office supplies is a mess. Running out of products, no budget, and price comparisons that take hours. With Zen, dental supplies management has never been easier. Go check them out, www.zensupplies.com. Welcome back to the show. We're still at VOD 2020, and um, yeah, I found a rock star, so... (laughs) Missy Friar, <laughs> you guys know her, but if you don't, Missy, what are you known for?
1: So Mary Beth Adornis and I created the, the Dental Office Survival Guides, and in particular, the Beyond Spit Sucking for Dental Assisting. Yes. So it's a guide that we created for, um, for dental assistants to really help them understand what dental practices want from them, but it's not necessarily a one size fits all guide. It's a guide to say, hey, here's a really great general concept that your doctor probably wants you to do, but may not be able to vocalize that to you, and how can you apply this to your practice? So, we just really, 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 really want the best for our dental assistants. We want to pull out all the amazing talents that they have, we want to be able to have them shine in their practices.
0: Yeah, so uh, systems and protocols, which we thrive yeah. on yes uh, and so this is specifically for like the the lead dental assistance. Mm-hmm. I see you guys utilizing this tool in the fact that you have new hires. Yes. And if you're a busy practice, you don't want balls to drop. Right. But you also don't want to throw somebody in the deep end. So how do you implement using this book?
1: So my husband and I own a dental practice um, near Cleveland, Ohio, and it was really important for me as someone who not only owns a practice, but who also has a teaching background, it was important for me to be able to give our assistants a really clear guide of expectations for what we wanted them to know. Like, I remember when I first started assisting back in the 90s, (laughs) a long time ago. My first day on the job consisted of about 20 minutes of training. And like four of those minutes were like, here are the charts. You know, another five minutes was here's the you know, the front office and the phones. And then 10 minutes of here's the operatory and how you like bag this room. I had no training, no education, no nothing. I had to go live on a patient like within an hour. And it was... I mean, ridiculous. It was hard, it was stressful, and I only didn't quit because I couldn't. I needed the job, I was starting to live on my own, I had just graduated from high school, I was trying to figure everything out, but I was literally given no tools to succeed at all. And now, 23 years later, I recognize how kind of ridiculous that was, but I also knew that like, I couldn't quit and I had to stick with that. But I, but I know now, like, I could never do that to my assistants now. Like, I, my it's husband... It's inhumane. It's inhumane, and my husband and I own a practice, and I would never want to put someone in, you know, with a patient who wasn't confident and who wasn't prepared. Like, that's just so wrong. I, It's wrong for the patient, but it's so wrong for that assistant that is just, you know, trying to do the right thing. It's not their fault that they're not being trained. And I I recognize that now that if you want your assistants, your hygienist, your front office, if you want them to succeed as an owner, as a leader, as a manager, I need to give them all of the tools necessary. And so like part of our survival guide series came from us recognizing that there are some amazing people out there but you just got to give them the tools you gotta tell them what's up you know and so for us you know when Mary Beth came to me three years ago at this point and said let's create a series of guides for people to help them be more successful because she and i both know that people want to do a good job they just have to be given the tools and people aren't being given the tools and then they're being forced into these positions and then they're not sticking with it because They don't know what the expectation is. It's not fair for them. So, you know, from the doctor's point of view, the doctor sort of, Assume that people will figure it out, or they'll they'll know, or whatever, and that's just wrong. And then you know the assistants assume that they should be given some training or guidance, and like it's not happening on either end. So we said let's sort of be the bridge that gap, you know, that that bridges the gap between these two, and let's help people figure out how to train, how to teach, and how to set that expectation, you know, for their teams. And so we do that for front office team members. We do that for assistants. We're working on it for office managers even for for the dentists who start their first day of dentisting and don't really know you know what they're supposed to be doing so I think there's just a huge need for people to be given more tools and I'm a huge believer if you give someone the tools and you give them the proper time to train and to learn they can excel and they can do wonders for your practice
0: no it's it's so true like uh, it's the minute that I got delegated a task. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, all of us are people pleasers at the end of the day, and none of us can be, even hold ourselves accountable if we don't know what, you know, like Dennis talking KPI and ROI and, and all of these other acronyms, right. but to have it written out, checklist, you know, these are the tasks right. that. You know, ensure that you're comfortable and I'm confident, and all of it Everybody's meshing together, yeah, without missing anything,
1: right? And even from like an owner's point of view, like there were so many nights where Kevin or I would like drive back to the office to make sure that like the suction pumps were turned off, or that like this was done or that was done. There, like there's so many nights where we would sort of reverse engineer everything and then we realized like we weren't doing a good job as leaders. We weren't giving everyone the proper expectations, the proper checklist, the proper tools to like trust that they were doing the right thing and I think people want to do well. I agree. I think they want to do well. I think at the end of the day they want to like to know that they're contributing to the practice but unless they know how and I think that's different for every practice but unless they know how to properly contribute I think that they don't you know, they don't necessarily feel that validation or like they know what they're, you know, what, I know I certainly didn't. I didn't no. know what the hell I was when doing. are
0: guessing every day oh, what your job might right, actually be. Right,
1: I <laughs> And I get it. Like, I, I know from my husband, like, you know, he just wants to worry about fixing teeth. You know, he just wants to worry about making sure his patients are happy. And... You know all of the other things that go into running a practice he doesn't necessarily want to worry about well i have to worry about the business point of view i have to worry about you know paying our taxes and the payroll and all those other things it's hard for me to remember did so and so turn off the section pumps you yeah. know so like we just had to really get serious about creating you know systems for everything giving everyone the tools and the training and making sure that i didn't put people in positions until they were comfortable and until we gave you know specific guidance on how to do those things and I will say this a good leader is going to make sure that they are doing all that they can you know what I mean for their yeah. people and You're then
0: suffocating them
1: right and I but I want to make sure that I'm giving them every tool and then some like I realize that you know the teacher and me and the person who's been running a dental practice for 23 years I realized that where we went wrong was was when where I went wrong. When I wasn't giving enough clear direction, when I wasn't being encouraging enough, when I wasn't pushing people to obtain new certifications or licenses, when I wasn't giving more of myself to everyone. You know what I mean? Right. And I realized that when I gave more, then all of our employees, you know, gave well, more you're right back. set
0: the standard and the bar. Right. You know, everybody wants to emulate the strongest link.
1: Right. Right. Not the weakest link. Right. (laughs) Right, and I feel like once we, like, sort of changed our... We did like a whole mind shift thing a few years ago and we really started pushing for people to go back to school, which our office lovingly pays for, you know? I want all of our assistants to become... You want to have the best of the I best. I do. Right? Because then my life is easier yeah. too, you know? I And not only that, but like we have assistants who we have lovingly paid for them to become EFTAs, you know, to how you can, you can do that. And like I would, I would do that for every assistant we ever had. Um, because I want them to be able to do more for the practice because then they're more invested in us and they're more invested in their career And they're happier. and They're not just showing up and doing things, you know, half-assedly They're coming in and they like really want to do a good job. So I don't these offices that don't want to Invest in their team and make their make them better Like I don't I don't get it because all we want to do is be like what's next? What else do you want to do? Let me help you get to that point. Yeah, you they, know
0: They need to surround themselves with other like-minded dentists that have made it happen right that found the trust that realize where delegation works yeah and that are happier like that's the secret recipe
1: yeah so we're like a super digital office and all of our assistants can scan they can scan for ortho they can scan for sleep they can scan for implants and like even our newest assistant who's, who's been with us for four months right now while we're here they are still at the office and they are practicing scanning, and there's a whole list of things that they're doing with, with her training. And like in our practice, it's a really serious onboarding effort. Like people don't go live on patients until they've you know, completed certain criteria. There's a lot of offsite training that we do. And I, I really want people to become comfortable with their skills because then there's, the patient feels that confidence and they're not you know, looking at us like they don't know what they're doing. That employee feels confident. My first, day on the job was like less than an hour of training and I had to go live and do like two crowns on a patient I didn't know what a molar was you know what I mean yeah. like I was hired because I showed up for the interview and so but like I didn't know anything and I literally Rhonda I cried in the bathroom oh, every yeah. day for a year That's all we so did. I yeah I didn't know what That's I was what? doing every day every single day of my I'm life Constantly questioning your actions but like I realized that I mean I couldn't quit and I didn't want to, and I had to stick with it, and I wanted to, you know, make something more of my life. But I recognize that not everyone is that mentally strong. I mean, literally, I I had no... I would have been, like, homeless if I didn't have that job. You know what I mean? Not everyone has that sort of push behind them, but not everyone needs to have the threat of like being homeless you know what i mean yeah, it so is, it shouldn't
0: have to be that hard. no
1: god <laughs> no so like over the years i realized oh if you want people to do this this is the tool you have to give them oh you have to incorporate videos oh you have to set like literally designate time Every week to like review these things, you have to check in with them. You have to see how everyone's doing. You have to gauge where their learning is. You like have to make a concerted effort to see if they're okay and to continue the growth. So in our office, there's a lot of accountability. There's a lot of checking in. Like a lot of I, we call them temperature gauges. How you doing? What's going on? How, you know, how do you feel with things? And then we accomplish certain things, and the, you know, we, we build and we grow from there. But didn't used to be like
0: yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I think we all do everything the hard way at first. Yeah.
1: But like our assistants now are, I, I, I adore them. Like, I can't even tell you. We were here this week, and I'm, I, one of them like does a lot of our social media posting, and she posted this photo of her training our newest assistant like kind of digitally scans like they're like hey when dr. Fryer Fryer's gone we're still practicing here like I love that who does that you know but we found the right people to just want to do more and learn more and I'm never gonna get in the way of that you know what I mean just let's let's keep going
0: I love it and you know that's kind of what DA Rockstars all of us are just trying to bring the thunder Like yeah like that fire under your butt yeah so that If your doctor isn't delegating to you or asking you for more, you just come to him and say
1: I want to be more for you. Right,
0: How can I do that for you? I want to please you. I want to exceed your expectations. So
1: it kills me the amount of offices that don't do that. So a couple years ago, there's a local doctor who came to me because he knows that like we, I mean we're not perfect, but we got a lot of things figured out really well in our office. And this guy is like from down the street, and he came to our office, sat in my office, and he told me that his, his practice was a disaster. And so I said, well, tell me about your team. Let's start with them. Who do you have? What can they do? Let's talk about your team first. And I I kid you not, the first thing he said was, "Is uh, in reference to his team, he said, I hate all of them. Can you believe that?
0: Yeah he resented them like
1: I think he was miserable and I think his team was miserable and I think it was just this this reflection of each other like he was a miserable person and then the next question I asked him was I said tell me the last new service that you offered to your patients and he like couldn't even tell me like he had no idea what the last new thing was, and he's he like literally sat there. And he's like, I, I don't even know. So like he wasn't. He's just like not in it. barely. I, I don't. Even, I mean, this guy. It's. I feel bad because he's in such a bad spot. But his bad spot turned into his team being in a bad spot. Like his team is never gonna be amazing. If his attitude is garbage, you know what I mean? His attitude was garbage. So, what would, why would any team want to, some great team want to work with some you guy have like the that?
0: Company you keep.
1: Exactly. So, I remember sitting there feeling like there's no way I can help him because he's trying to like blame his team. And, but clearly, it starts from the top. And his attitude was so terrible his attitude was so terrible i was like there's just no way that he's gonna i can pull anything good out of anyone because why do they no one wants to work for this guy you know and i i just feel like from a strong excited leader that really wants people to do well you will capture those sorts of personalities you know that energy
0: concept right so you exceed you and positive energy pos- positive vibes out in the world yeah and that's what you were seeing yeah and i totally get that like it sounds like hippy dippy but it's true yeah like i read i re- attract the things that i i want yeah if i don't want something then i attract that too
1: like i feel like <laughs> we've created this environment where People who really want to do some crazy, awesome things in dentistry, like, want to come work for our practice. Like, I, I had a, a brand new assistant. She's, she's with us now for four months, right? She's the one that's practicing scanning this week. She had a little bit of a mental breakdown this week. She was really upset because she couldn't do some scanning. She struggled with some scanning. She was in the office, and she was, like, you know, getting a little teary because she wanted to do well, and she was working so hard, and right? I... I couldn't help but smile, and I said, Chia, I said, you're doing some things that a lot of doctors I know would never even attempt. I'm like, you are amazing. Like, don't you get this? I had to, like, put it in perspective for her and tell her that what she was doing at four months into dentistry was, like, super high level and that it's all going to be okay. But I appreciate having someone who wants, you know, to do well, and she came to me later appreciating an environment where, no one's mad at her like we're all gonna figure it out we're gonna get through it together it's all part of the process don't be mad you know and I just love that we created this environment of like really higher level learning and we're like really pushing our assistance but it's it's done in a safe way where no one's gonna you're not gonna yell at her or anything my god she's doing some (laughs) high-tech things you know I appreciate that but it's it's fun and you know from a patient's point of view like we do so much digital scanning, our like our patients love it. You know, like we're just for ortho, like implants, whatever. Like nothing could be easier for our patients these days. And my joke in, around the office is always, um, "What a time to be alive!" You know, it's 2020. We can do all this high tech digital. So many I know, like we can do all these crazy things. Our assistants can can partake in all of this, and we're doing some great things. And patients, are, you know. Are reaping all of the benefits from yeah. it. Like this is so. Like thank God this isn't a hundred years ago. You know. know right? What would this be like? We wouldn't be here sure. on a podcast. Hold my rheostat. Right. put
0: you down. Like you're riding a bike. Right. Right. Or grab the towel. Take and pull this it back. X-ray for
1: forty minutes. You know. <laughs> I mean, it's so it's so great, and there's just. But I, I do think for assistants who really want to. Contribute to production who want to do more than just you know, spit sucking. There are so many things that assistants can contribute to the business, and my goal is getting them to understand that you know, where where they can, yeah. Like, as a business owner, I need more. Like, just showing up and and sectioning is like not enough. I can't pay the bills on that. Like, I don't know if assistants know how much overhead is and what we pay for everything, but I literally cannot afford to have someone just sitting there holding section. I need you to, to be talking up treatment. I need you to be able to scan. I need you to be able to do a lot of higher level things so we can function as a business. And if you've got people that are willing to do that, like we share all of that with them, you know? But. That's true. Like
0: that's, there's a reason they started calling it team. Cause right. that's how you get the results that you want. Right. By being a team. Right you know, and following the coach and everybody trying
1: to score. Right, (laughs) right. Well, I just think that, like, now we have people that I really feel like are on our team. I haven't always felt like that over the years. I've certainly have my share of, I've got my stories. From everything of people sabotaging to doing heroin in the bathroom. I mean, I could tell you some story. I've seen it all. But I feel like this team that we have now has nothing but, like, endless possibilities. It's
0: like refined. Like I think of a winery. You know, you get a first couple batches of the grapes. Oh, they're too sour. Oh, those are too sweet. And then you get that perfect spot, right? The perfect blend of time and the right grapes. And then you have like beautiful wine. And there's no reason you can't just, you know, value your employees and, you know, keep that will oil machine grease.
1: And I think Uh that the practices that have the opportunity are there. The practices who are willing to invest and pay for their assistance to do additional education are there. I think the practices who are willing to share their successes with their team, I think those practices are there. And if you're working at a practice where those opportunities aren't there, find another one. Because I think that I know that when we've got great people, I'll do whatever it takes to keep them. You know? And and that's where we're at right now. Like I I recognize that the people who are there probably won't stay there forever. They'll get married, they'll move, they'll find another opportunity. But I I just want people to know that if you, work hard and you, you know, and, and you want the opportunity there are offices that will take that seriously. You know, yeah. find it and keep, keep pushing and...
0: Yeah, you're interviewing the office just as much as they're interviewing Oh my you. gosh, yes! But I, I think the majority of us right now don't get that. We think of ourselves as um, a place to Uh We don't realize what our true value is, so that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. acknowledge what you're good at. Acknowledge what you like to do, and 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 make sure you highlight that.
1: And, and that's that's a very good point. Like I expect, I expect there to be a meeting in the middle. You yeah. know, like I'm willing to give. I'm willing to to grant grace when the situation calls for it. I'm willing to bend. I'm willing to give. You know, as long as I'm getting that back from someone. Yeah. And I feel like, even from the interview process, even from starting at the very very beginning, like. Like, you just hit the most perfect point. Like, when I'm interviewing someone, I want to know about them, but I want them to ask questions about us, too. I want it to be a fit both ways, you know? I love it when people come in and I say, what do you know about us? And when I interview ten people and nine haven't looked into us at all, but there's the one that says, I've looked at your social media, I saw that, you know, you guys have done this and this, or I looked at your website. That's the person to me that is you know, really taking it seriously. Yeah, they're and, emotionally
0: invested already. Right. have shown at least Right. Initiative.
1: And that person's always going to go to the to the top of the list to me, they you know. Are. And um, it, it's, you know, again, when I, here's the thing, Rhonda, I don't have any kids. That office is my baby, right? So anyone that I want to work with us, anyone that I'm going to bring into my home, I have to look at it like they're taking care of my baby. Yeah. So if they're going to take that seriously and if they're going to work really hard then I will, you know, return all of the love and everything right back to them. But if they're not going to take care of my baby, like I I can't have them there, you know. It's the same thing to me, like taking care of your children. It really really is. is. It's true
0: because small business of a, like, in general, a, a single dentist practice is a small business. And one bad
1: month can send people out of business. Right. Right. And that's the thing I don't think people understand. <laughs> like it's it's really hard to to maintain that month after month, year after year, you know, and I think that what you know in our office, if you want to earn more money, if you you know want to get a raise or whatever, you have to demonstrate that you can contribute to that production. Because if our production doesn't increase but all of our other expenses do, I can't afford to pay people more. I would lovingly give everyone a huge raise every year if we're doing more every year. And part of that means getting additional licenses, getting additional certifications, being able to do more things for us. That's where the money comes from, you know? When we started digitally scanning more in our practice, we, we switched to the Omnicam, where we could now scan for ortho, when we got our cone beam and we could scan for sleep, well, those things like, you know, first of all, we made a huge financial investment to be able to purchase those items and then to be able to produce more by doing additional appliances and an ortho and, and implants and whatnot. Like, I, I need our employees to all be on the same page with Marketing those services, talking about those services, so we can do more services, so I can pay them more. <laughs> I mean, that's just how it works, you know. <laughs> and our team is really great at identifying candidates and being able to talk with them. And you know, I think we've done a good job of giving them the tools to have those conversations. But without those things, we're not, you know, we're not growing. But yeah. no, it's true. It's uh, but you know, you get. I mean, we've had a ton of. Employees in the past, hygienists and assistants who wouldn't help to contribute to those things but would like want more money every year, but they wouldn't yeah. talk about like new services and like, hey, we're doing implants money. now. Talk about stuff
0: you're supposed to already be doing, right? And then talk about what else you can do, right?
1: <laughs> so, anyway, but you know, I, I think that if you want to be the best you can be, you've got to look at your business and how you can help contribute to it.
0: Yes, I love it. You know, yeah, facts and figures, guys. That's they right. Well, thank you so much, Missy. Thanks for, for having coming.
1: me. Oh, <laughs> this is so, so fun. Check out
0: the Spit Sucker Guide. Yes, you won't regret it, especially if you are looking for some black and white checklists.
1: Yes, that yes. Really Buckeye Dental Productions.com.
0: All right, bye. bye. Thank bye. you. <laughs> so much for tuning into this episode thank you Missy for being on the show I cannot wait till we get to have her back on again and literally go check it out they have a Facebook group you can look it up online if you are constantly working with the dental assistants in your practice and, and just spinning your head turning your wheels whatever those sayings are and you're not getting anywhere or maybe you're losing people left and right and, and you're not setting up the expectations and, and you're throwing people in the deep end like this is a really great place to start every office could benefit from it so go check it out as always thank you so much for tuning in uh, DA Rockstars we have Facebook Instagram Jules Varney at Dental Assistance Rock website Instagram Facebook and find your tribe Dental Assistance Worldwide Group is for us so until next next week. Keep on suctioning.